Moving on over to Patreon. Brian, 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 Brian loves the dog. He's got a piece. Big old Bitches piece. get fleeced. He comes in them, and it looks like sheep. It's <laughs> soft and <laughs> buoyant. Yeah, I mean, come sometimes when you... Sheep is one of the first animals to learn how to draw. It's like a cloud with feet. Mm-hmm. Sometimes cum kind of looks like that. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Okay. That should have us nice and leveled out, even though now that I'm kind of talking at my normal volume, it's peaking out. But the nice thing about this automatic technology is it realizes I talk loud Lamb. and it tapers it off. And that's why we're doing this before we record. And look at the magic of jim, fucking jim, technology. Jim, jim, AI. It's here to enrich. All right. And... Welcome to Death Metal Digs, Patreon edition. You are the greatest people on earth because you have bypassed purchasing something that would have cost $5 and purchased this, an extra episode. We are making a beautiful exchange. One to three hours of our time a week for $5. Thank you guys so much. The number keeps going up. If you're one of the people that somehow found us through that viral video and subscribed to Patreon, there's been a few new people, so that certainly could have been what happened. That's very cool. If you're one of the fucking lifers, I don't care about very many people on the planet more than you, even though we don't know each other. It's fucking sick to know that the countless hours I spent behind a microphone means something to somebody. Mm-hmm. Thank I'm you. Always concern that there's a lot of people that tune into since that one fart finish video thing yes that they are listening to jack off to us no because we're not providing any jack off material very seldom do we have the wherewithal to get to the microphone in time to fart into it we're not on youtube anymore so you know but that said listen We're making steps, and God damn, we said this a million times, and then a little couple things happen, but we are making steps to produce more content now. You might not like that content, but you might. Kind of geared towards weightlifting in some ways, geared towards pro wrestling, but rest assured that like everything else we do, we're the same guys. We don't change for any of these things, and the same sense of humor that you've grown to need in your life will echo through those things. And by big moves, I mean I bought a ring light and a stand. But the good news for you, because I said a while ago, we're going to start putting album reviews on TikTok, which you can also put on all the other media platforms, and that's what we're going to do. It's not the five minutes to bone thing anymore. They'll probably be shorter, but I got a ring light. So through the magic of formatting, we can just put that on our faces, turn the lights off in the room, put the ring light on us, and then take that video and superimpose it over an album's image. Sending it out to the world. Mm-hmm. So I, I've given countless requests for countless because, number one, I can't count. But at least a couple times a month, I see a message or a comment on something that says that you want the album reviews back. And I like doing them, most importantly. And we're good at it in a way that no one else is. They're all boring. Yeah. I'm not afraid to say something fucking reeks. And like... What other people do it like that Anthony Fantano guy. I haven't listened to a lot of his things because he's unbearable. But he'll say something's not good, but he's too polite about it. Sometimes, man, you just got to tell someone what you're doing is fucking terrible. 
And sure, I'm just one person, but there's not a lot of people cooler than me, so this should weigh on you, and you should do better. You shouldn't quit. You shouldn't give up. Mm-hmm. You should go home, and the thing that you've worked hard at, you should work even harder and find a way to make it more palatable for people like me. Center of the universe. I think that's like the energy that I want to send out to the world because it's always helped me. You know, I get mad when someone looks at something that me or we have done and is like, this fucking sucks. I don't like to hear that. So in the instant that I get mad, sometimes I'll roast them, but I still will internalize it and, and look at things like it, I'm sure I could be doing better and it makes me want to do better. Yeah. Big complaint. You guys are just reading true crime things and talking shit. Too much in between it for the story to flow. That was funny to me, but some a lot of people didn't find it funny, so doing better. Yeah. Anyway, motherfucker, I hope to God. I hope to God. I pray every day on my knees that everyone that gives us $5 a month gets their fucking peace soaked or filled up, whichever way you're going. And whatever you're blowing, I hope you come a lot. Because you deserve to. Because you're a patron of the arts. Mm-hmm. But we're out here, man. We're doing things. We did a fucking filmed. I, like, I feel like if I have to force myself to be more internet savvy and be a part of the culture that gets views, I much prefer the weightlifting side of things. I, I prefer the fitness side of things. Yeah. And I want to do it funny. And a lot of people do it way too seriously, which is crazy. Like, how are you not having fun? And if you are having fun, why aren't you filming that? Like, I don't want to just hear your take on how to do a fucking curl. Yeah. You don't even, you don't need to explain it. So the videos that I like, they don't explain how to do shit. You just watch them do it. And they fucking tell you, hey, quit being a pussy and pick something heavy ass shit up. Everyone's going to tell you you can't do it. You're going to read articles online on why your form's bad and why you can't do this and you can't do that. Fuck that shit. Do steroids. Do drugs. Get jacked. Jacked off. Yeah. I'll tell you. Hopefully the more we travel, this comes to fruition elsewhere. But in the first time I've been around cocaine, people were really excited to give it to me because of the video. Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah, I saw that. Somebody, you know, everyone had to tell me how they came across that video. And then they were very excited to be doing coke with me. Yeah. So that's nice. Yeah. And they're not dying from fentanyl there, so I'll be safe. Yeah. You always let everybody else do it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Let me see you blast one and I'll wait 10 minutes and then I'll get in there. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, man. It was cool. That's cool. I like that. I kind of figured that that might happen, but we're not in like a cocaine place. Or maybe we are and I just don't know that side of it. I don't trust drugs in this area. No. No, you shouldn't. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, as we travel around, man, that's a fun thing. It's fun. And it, you know that, uh, what all those dudes were telling me is that they don't care about pro wrestling, but that made them care about pro wrestling. But what they do care about a lot is cocaine. So they think it's a lot of fun for somebody to be doing Coke stuff. People are afraid of it. Yeah. And I've always been the opposite of that. I mean, I was telling a fucking kid this week, like, yeah, Coke's not that big of a deal, which I probably shouldn't have said, but I think it's a good thing to know because god damn man that i was always i was so scared to do coke 
because people may like that's the one like even with weed they'll overblow it but no one's ever like weed will kill you and ruin your life but people are like you go from weed to doing insane drugs like cocaine which will instantly ruin your life it's like dude i'll tell you i've been prescribed adderall for years I haven't snorted one, but if I did, I imagine that cocaine doesn't even fucking come into the same realm as that. Because it's a real similar feeling for hours at a time, whereas cocaine's a quick blast, and it's over with in 20 minutes. Yeah. Now, if you're retarded enough to feel like you need, like, this is a thing, too. This one, I just did, I said what you say. That's crazy. Don't rub off on me. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, where people from what I've heard end up having a bad time with cocaine is they constantly chase that up feeling. Yeah. And a lot of times what will happen is you'll party all night. You got to work the next day and you want to be up like that. But dude, it's not that much more intense than a fucking 300 milligrams of caffeine. It really isn't. Yeah. And the chemical breakdown is probably different too. The, the uh, the way a drug addict's mind is, there's, there's all these like dopamine receptors that are constantly chasing all these things to push that dopamine out. Yeah, uh, people with ADHD struggle with drug addiction pretty hard because their dopamine receptors are further back. How do I not? Yeah. I can't get addicted to anything. Yeah, I've tried. I thought that I was addicted to nicotine pouches. Thought for sure. Mm-hmm. So when I read one article that said, and it made sense. So nicotine can slow healing because it's the opposite of it's a vasorestrictor. Mm. So your blood doesn't flow near as well. Now, and also Dr. Nazarian tells people that smoke all the time. Well, cigarettes contain several other things that are a much more intense vasodilator. And they also work hand in hand with the nicotine. Like cigarettes are almost manufactured to fuck you up. Yeah. I think the reality is they make them as cheap as possible and they make them with things that get you as addicted as possible. So you crave whatever's in there, but that shit certainly fucks you up. The nicotine is the least of your worries when you're smoking a cigarette. That's why like people don't get like that about cigars. Yeah. People do get addicted to cigars. People do get addicted to nicotine. People do get addicted to caffeine. I think that nicotine and caffeine are in a very similar wheelhouse. Mm Mm-hmm. I would say I'm addicted to caffeine. Now, caffeine, if I don't have any, not always, but sometimes I'll get a headache. The only time I ever get headaches is when I haven't had caffeine. So it's easy for me to go, why the fuck do I have a headache? And then remember like, yo, I didn't drink any coffee or nothing today. And then I could drink coffee and be totally fine. That's an addiction. Yeah. But I can go without that. And if that happens to me for two hours one day, it doesn't happen again the next day. I've gone a week without caffeine just to see what the fuck's up. Anyway, I, I was afraid of nicotine because my back hurt so bad. I was at a point where anything that's going to make this 10% better, I'm going to cut it out. So for a month, no nicotine patches, no cravings, no longing to get it. Didn't bother me at all. Insane. I was in the back of my mind hoping that I finally got addicted to something. Which is hilarious, but I just, I feel like there's something wrong with me because everyone else. Well, your, your internal dialogue is different. So you have ADHD and we both have it. And with that comes impulsive behavior, but it's a cognitive thing. You can 
you can kind of deter yourself away from that with certain thought patterns that you have. So you, you decide to be disciplined in this one area, which could be almost an addiction in a lot of ways. The gym can be addicting. All the things that go around it could be addicting. And then everything else that's going to hinder that, you stay away from it because you don't want it to fuck this thing up that you that you like doing because it makes you feel good. It does all the same shit. You're still hitting those dopamine receptors. Or we're releasing dopamine left and right when you're doing a three-hour workout. You're doing a, a run. You're doing all those things. But you're not – your internal dialogue is good, so whatever you're saying to yourself – is sticking with you and people have to learn that portion of most drug addicts have to do that when they get sober. Interesting. So, and that's gotta be extra crazy because yeah. I keep talking about on this podcast and to everybody, cause it's the most insane thing I've ever heard that fucking half the people alive just don't have an internal dialogue. Yeah. What the hell? Now there's a lot of dumb fucks out there, so it checks out, but what's <laughs> like, how do you even make decisions? Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't, I can't even, it, like, if I have to get gas, my brain's like, damn, I got to go get gas. That doesn't happen. You look at the empty gas thing, and you just go to the gas station. Yeah. Where did, my, my, I feel like my dog has internal dialogue. So my dog was a stray, loves to run free. In the backyard, she won't do it. She knows. I got to go to the bathroom right here, go back inside, get a treat, go back to having fun. She gets in the front yard. She takes the fuck off. And she'll get out there, look around, look at you, and you'll go, don't do it. And you, you almost see that motherfucker smile. Yeah, off to the races. And just pow, like she waited. So there's a, a fucking dog seemingly had some sort of internal dialogue. Yeah. How, what are people, I just have to know. I need to meet somebody that doesn't have one, which should be easy because half people don't have it. I, think I, I guess got to know. You could probably tell. There's, I got to know what's going on. So I wonder if every person that you have an interaction with, are like, that is a real dumb fuck. That's, that's right, what's going yeah, on. That's what I think. I mean, there's a lot of people like that. I, I guess next time I need to be like, hey, let me ask you something. Do you talk to yourself in your head? Be like, oh, that's crazy. I'm like, all right. Yeah. So how do you make decisions? I got to know. When you keep, if we're at the store, like, what brought you here? <laughs> Did you go, I'm hungry? Or did you just bring yourself here? Like, like how do you know you need stuff? <laughs> your brain's not telling you in your mind. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder how it all came to be because I feel like people probably did that way more often years ago. And what happened when there What happened when there was no language? When people first evolved and they were just, Oga, Oga, what was going on? Damn, man. But they, they probably had an internal dialogue. I'm just like, ug ug, dug dug. They may not be. They may not. They be. just like picture themselves fucking. They just probably, <laughs> yeah. They, it's well, probably like a like a picture in their head of like. But maybe that's what people that don't have an internal dialogue have. It's like I, I guess the bomb of it. That was to be cooler. They would think that I'm crazy. They're like, you don't see what you're about to do in your brain. Like, no, I talk to myself nonstop. There's not a moment that goes I do by. Both. As soon as I'm awake, you see pictures. Yeah, like I can, I like daydream, but I'm talking to myself too while I'm doing it. I guess I can visualize things, but not in a way. I mean, like I can craft a plan in my mind, but I'm not seeing. Like I can really vividly think about fucking, but I'm not. There's like no picture there. Yeah, 
I can think about what it feels like and get rock hard right now. I'm sure. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, create insanity, dude. What's happening here? Being alive is too weird. Freaky. I wonder if the internet, like all these short videos, because it's, you're chasing that dopamine thing, it's still like the drug addiction thing. So maybe it's like forming people that are not have an inner dialogue where their inner dialogue is just those videos where they see it, they just keep seeking that next thing. They're not thinking. You know, you, you know how like your, your grandpa or somebody would come home from work and they would just sit down and click their channels. They're not yeah. thinking about shit. Sure. So, but you yeah, have that your fingertip, and the videos are shorter and shorter. They keep talking about people's tension spans, especially kids, are so much shorter now than what they were. And, and these videos definitely, have, like the the time span, have definitely have to have an effect on your brain. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like my daughter doesn't like movies. She said it several times. Yeah, my kids. Don't. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean you don't like movies? They don't want to watch them. Can you elaborate that to me? You YouTube. don't like. You're trying to tell me that there's nothing we can put on TV that's going to be entertaining. It's a lie. Yeah. You can say you tell me if we sit down and watch Billy Madison. You you just don't like that. That's not true. Yeah, long form media, man. It's I, a, it's I've a weird tried shit. so many times to you know start movies with my kids and then they end up bailing. Yeah, in the middle of it. Go My boy will watch it. I've also checked with both of them to make sure they have an internal dialogue. Yeah. Like, hey, when you're by yourself and you're, how do you figure out the next thing you want to do? And my daughter was like, I was like, what? I was like, I don't know. Like, what if you decide that you're hungry? How do you come to that conclusion? And And what do you do? Like, what do you do? I'm not trying to lead a horse to water and say, like, what do you think in your brain? I'm just like, what, what, like, where are the steps? Go through them all. It's like, well, I guess I feel like I want something to eat. And then I think about what I'm going to eat. And I'm like, all right, so you tell yourself I'm going to go to the fridge and get this. She's like, yeah. I'm like, out loud or in your head? It's like in my head. I'm like, all right, just checking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know for sure. The fucking planet's insane. There's too many variables between people. I don't like that shit. Most people are acting in a survival mode. So you that reptilian brain, it's, I'm, I'm hungry, I'm tired, I want to fuck. But there's no, like, plan. To I'm anything. with all this stuff, but, dude, my brain, I do too much. Every, every fucking second that I'm awake, something's cooking up there. Oh, yeah. Like, if I get up in the middle of the night to pee, uh, something's Same cooking thing, up man. there, man. Same. Something's cooking, bro. Well, it's hard for me to go to sleep because my inner dialogue's going all fucking nuts all night long. Yeah, man. I can go back to sleep pretty quick, I, but I have to make myself, like, turn that up. Like, I don't even turn it off. I just have to think about something. The easiest thing, what works best for me, right? So, I always, I never do not have dreams. And as soon as I wake up, I don't feel like I'm in the dream, but I have, like, a very fresh memory of what was going on with the dream. And often it's entertaining. So what I'll do is as I go to the toilet, I'll keep talking about that dream to myself in my fucking head. Yeah, like, whoa, man, you start where you I was getting up. pussy from that. That was fucking crazy. And we were here. God damn, I wish I could really do that shit. That's insane. And just like keep that rolling and lay down and start thinking about those things and I'll pass out pretty quick. Yeah, I do the same thing. That's the way I got to roll. Yeah, I do the same <laughs> shit. But damn, it's wild. And I bet that's why I always have bonko fucking dreams, dude. Yeah. My dreams, they're never the same, but it's a very similar formulas where 
always some action movie type of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm always jacked. I'm always fucking. I'm always like involved in some fucking world altering conflict. It's always up to me and I don't want it to be up to me. And generally I'm trying to put it off on other people and I just keep having to deal with it until I finally come face to face with it. And that's usually the point when I'm like waking up rock hard mm-hmm. and then I have to deal with my boner to pee. And it's kind of always been like that. I did used to have a recurring dream, which was an insane fucking dream, which was I would be in a car, grandpa driving, I'm in the back seat. Sometimes grandma driving, somebody driving. I'm in the back seat. Snowstorms going on. Chewing bubble gum. One of two outcomes. One, I blow a bubble. Nobody's driving the car anymore. And I have to figure out how to deal with that. Two, I blow a bubble. There's a guy with a knife trying to stab me, already putting the knife in my face as the bubble. So I can't see past the bubble. The bubble pops. Here comes a knife. Yeah. That I used to have. And it wasn't like every night, but I, I would have it enough to remember, what the fuck? Yeah, why am I doing that? When I was a kid, and it scared the fuck out of me. So I would wake up and just be panicked and in fear for hours. Uh, but yeah, dude, my dreams are always bonkos. And I think that's regular for most people, but there's like no rhyme nor reason Sometimes if I'm watching something that can influence it. So I can be like wrapped up in, especially if I watch, uh, I, I really can't fall asleep with the TV on, but if I can, if I watch a corny action movie, I can pass out to that. Yeah. And if I do that, you're having that dream about it. Yeah. I have like a, my reoccurring dream. It revolves around the, this eighties movie called toy soldiers. Mm-hmm. It's a, uh, Basically, a bunch of kids in a private school. They're all shitheads. Know it, love it. And, okay, yeah. And But the audience might not, so go on. Well, there's a terrorist organization that's looking for this kid who belongs to some politician or whatever. And they all come in there and take everything over. But this one kid is just trying to figure out how to fucking plot and scheme to just fucking thwart everything they're doing. Yeah. And they fucking killing these terrorists. Terrorists are killing the kids, but... You know, the hard-ass kid gets through it all. So, I would have something similar to that happen, but it would be whenever I was in church with my parents because I would get kicked out of Sunday school, which yeah. I always did, and have to go to a big church is what they called it. Right. Sitting there, and then I would think, like, it would be sick if a terrorist organization tried to take this fucking church down, and yeah. then I could just do all this agile shit and get real sweaty, which I couldn't whenever I was a fat fucking kid. Absolutely not. So, yeah. So we have a real similar track mind all the time, which is kind of bonkers too. Yeah. Because uh, we didn't like grow up in the same house or anything like that. Uh, real weird. But I feel like we just grew up on 80s movies. and that was Yeah, 80s movies are uh, uh, always having a robust love for action and horror movies, I yeah. think, lends to a lot of my line of thought. And then I think also having to be self-sufficient at such a young age lends to that type of thought. But... Yeah, man, I'm always at uh, dream-wise and daydream-wise and scheme-wise. I always, my whole drive and desire is to be at the center of something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's all, look, and that's the best reaction you can have. So anytime that you're thrust into a situation, there's two options. One, lay down and die. Two, deal with it. You you got to deal with it. Yeah. So, it, it, like, when we, we had a cop come to our work and talk to us about, like, what to do with an active shooter, 
he's talking about like the three human responses. And I, I'm like, now the, again, you don't know what you're going to do until you're in that situation. But I almost know for certain. Yeah. We've been in some fucking pretty high stakes, like shitty situations. And the where brain we just react, you know? is always, you know, they call it fight or flight response. I already know I can't run and I don't like to run and I don't want to run. I'm always going to. That's probably, you know, if I die unnaturally through violence, it's going to be because of that thing. Yeah. Where it's like, this is going on, and I'm like, I'll take care of it. Even though I'm probably not going to, I'm sure going to try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and I wouldn't be mad about it. That's a, listen, man, that's a sick way to go. Uh, active shooter came in and started blasting people, and this guy went right after him, and he got smoked. Yeah, it's sick. Yo. You're, you know, no one's going to be bummed out. They'll be bummed out you're dead, but anytime they talk about you, you'll be like, that guy He's fucking rocked. Everything he did was wild, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a legacy. Fuck oh, you, I already man. have, like, I already, have, like, at work, I already have, if that happens, I already have a plan of action. There's already, like, a full, I know the entire layout of that building. I know where to go. I know how to get get there. I know places that most people don't know about that building, yeah. except for the people that work there. Yeah, if I was just out somewhere, I wouldn't, like, run at the person that was shooting right away. I would try to find a way to get to a a place where I could either grab the gun or put them in a rear naked choke. That's what I'm looking for. I I just feel like if someone has a gun and I can get close enough where I can grab a hold of them, this could be, 100% 100% unrealistic. But I, I just feel like if I can touch you, I'm going to get it away. Yeah. Like, you're not, like, no one else is dying. Uh, probably me. But, like, I mean, it's, but, you know, dude, if I can, if they have a gun in their hand, like, I know how to take the gun away. Yeah. I don't know any type of, like, Steven Seagal tricks, but, like, if I, if I've wrestled so much, if I put both my hands around your hand, you're not going to be able to use your hand. Yeah. So unless you've trained to deal with that, I'm getting the gun and I'm not going to shoot you. I'm going to do something worse. Oh yeah. If we both get you, you get drawn and quartered, man. Yeah, man. I would do, I, I would turn it into hilarious. Yeah. hundred percent. Cause here's the, then this is another reason why my brain's fucked up. Cause here is and look, again, you don't know until you're in the situation, but I can just tell you from how I always deal with everything, this is what my brain's going to do. Let's say guy comes in, where we're at, hundreds of people there, he's got a gun. We find a way where one of us can get a hold of him and the other one's got enough time to also get a hold of him. Now, if we both get a hold of him, it's just it, it ain't, like he's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm telling you what my brain's going to do. It's going to instantly start going. People are going to talk about this. News is going to come here. There's going to be a lot of story around this. What's the funniest thing I can do in this moment oh, yeah. to really cap this off? And I, you know, we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna like, you know, moon, put my ass on his face, something. If that, if that's the crudest, if that's the fr- only thing that I can come up with in the short time period, this is gonna happen. We're gonna pull our butts out, mm-hmm. headphones for put, real, put them on his fucking face, and then the red, li- the headlines are gonna go: professional wrestler stop active shooter and give him. A move they call the butt headphones. Something like that's happening. 100%. Oh, yeah. I'm going to pee on him. Like, I'm going to embarrass this motherfucker in such a way that his entire legacy 
is going to be you try to kill a bunch of people and then this happened to you. I really don't feel like this is outside the realm of possibility due to the way. What's not? What's like that dude downtown with the fucking gun that was just walking because we're open carry? Yeah. That means anybody and everybody can. And this, this dude doesn't even need to carry a fucking spoon around. Well, because he's retarded. Yeah. A, a retard open carrying is really, if you haven't experienced that yet, I implore you. But yeah, we had to come, I, you know. So we rolled upon a situation. There's a retard with a gun. And he's hanging around people that are just absolutely no good. Yeah. So, as soon as we come up, he takes off. Sketchy. Yeah. He comes back. He started walking away before we did. So, he's in front of us. We're walking. He keeps looking back at us. Now, look. Again, this guy's retarded. He probably doesn't have an internal dialogue. He probably is not thinking, if these guys try something, I'm going to shoot them, or I'm going to keep my eye on them in case I have to shoot them. Probably none of that's going on. But in my brain, it is. So we're walking, he's walking, he sits down, we walk past him, he's looking at us the whole time. So as we turn around to go back, I look at Buddy and I go, hey man, if when we get to where he is and he starts to stand up, I'm not taking any chances, you're going to grab him in a body lock, which means you're going to put both your arms under his arms, grab a hold of him, and I'm putting both my hands on the gun. So if you can't get his arms up and he can still get to the gun, I've got the gun. Yeah. I'm taking the gun. This is what's this is what we're gonna do. And I thought about it that way because I was like, I don't. If one of us is gonna get shot, I don't want you to get shot. I want to get shot. So yeah. I'm gonna grab the gun. So if the most he can do is grab it, point it up, and fire, the worst that's gonna happen to me is I'm gonna get shot. I'm not gonna die. It's gonna yeah. be god awful. But then this guy's gonna you're gonna do something terrible to him. Yeah. Uh. And I really thought that. And I didn't think it was going to happen, but I just wanted to make sure if it did happen, we at least... Already, yeah. I was already on it, too. We at least had an idea, because he's being fucking weird. Yeah. And carrying and open carrying here is one of the gayest things. Let me tell you why. Because where we live, the state of Arkansas, you don't have to have a license to conceal carry. So why the fuck... Do you have your gun on your hip? Why? You can just the same holster that you have. You, you don't can, have to have a license. No, that the, he that? said that at the active oh. shooting thing, the, and and it's because and it's been debated, but they finally got to the bottom of it for years. Uh, a fucking because essentially the Constitution gives you the right to bear arms. It doesn't say anything about not concealing it. Arkansas decided, okay, we're doing constitutional carry. Constitutional carry means that you can have a gun. The only place that you can't have a gun are places that post you can't have a gun. Yeah. So the only reason to get a concealed carry here, it's not even called concealed carry. It's called enhanced concealed carry. What that means is you have to do this type of training so that when a business says you can't have a gun in here, well, now you can. And if someone has a problem with it, here's my enhanced concealed carry. Yeah. So, the, so the, knowing that, knowing that no, you can have a, I can have one right now, get pulled over. All I have to do is tell a cop, my gun's right here. It's not illegal. There's no problems. He's going to give it right back to me. Displaying it on the outside of your pants is just faggotry. You know, it's just begging for problems. For sure. Yeah. And it already is like that. If you only have Texas is open carry only. Yeah. You can get a concealed carry with no training. You have to pay for it in Texas. So it's a little more understandable where the, 
the only thing point blank legal is to carry it on your hip. You don't have to do that here. Yeah. So doing that is just you being a fucking shithead and saying, look what I'm doing. Yeah, that's, that is uh, giving red flags, especially to people who are in law enforcement that are already fucking high, like yeah, super man. like looking at everything. And then you got this somebody who is right and Why would you want someone to know? And then, you know, a couple of years ago, one of the, the homeless dudes that I worked with uh, – he was schizophrenic, having a meltdown. He brought a shotgun to the bathhouse, and the police had to shoot him. And fuck, yeah. And it was just like they they tried to talk him down, but he was just like, yeah, he went nanners. He went bananas. And so Sometimes now, people go nanners, dude. You got another dude who's probably homeless, who's got a gun, and he's yep. walking. You know, yeah, Put fucking shirt tucked in, tactical. Yeah, it but like, dude, the 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 uh, ultimate vantage point to carry a gun is the fucking element of surprise. Yeah. So if you're somewhere and someone starts shooting, they didn't walk in and see that you have a gun and immediately shoot you in the face. Yeah. They didn't know you had one. So you got on the ground, pulled your gun out and fucking shot him. Why would you take that away from yourself just to be a fucking fruit? Dumb. Yeah. And then that guy's retarded. So it makes sense. But I see dudes that, well, I mean, at least once a week, I see some fat old fuck. What are you doing? Yeah. What the fuck? Especially like right at the beginning of COVID, man. Yeah. Where you're having to go into public places. I just saw so many people open carrying Put in Walmart. Put it in your fucking pocket. Get a fanny pack. That's crazy, man. They make, it's the clip that goes on your waistband is cheaper than the one that you're wearing. Yeah. Knock it off. Yeah. You're gay as hell. Yeah, people are stupid. And if, dude, if someone, I haven't had interactions like that with people, but I've already got it in my pocket to where if they approach me to, to say anything offhand to me, I'll be like, what are you going to do, fat ass shoot me? Yeah. And I, I had to explain to a guy not that long ago who was alluding to the fact that he had a gun in his car that I was in some shit with. I was like, because he, I would, I, ta- I would looked at him and I was like, dude, you can't even stand up. I'm being extremely nice right now because I could literally do anything I want to you. He goes, well, I could do anything to you and like reach down. And I was like, so you have a gun? I was like, dude, but it, if you fucking move from where you're at right now, I'm going to knock you the fuck out. You don't have a chance to pull that gun. Again, you can't stand up. You can't wipe your own ass. I'm holding your car door open. Yeah. If your fucking hand moves, I'm going to knock you the fuck out. So think. Knock it off. And yeah. that, it, you know, it, like, if you are wearing that to be, it's not intimidating to me. Because if you get, if you come up to me and you're a fat fuck and you're looking for trouble with me and you're trying to intimidate me with a gun, if you reach for that, I'm going to knock you the fuck out. Because you're fat as shit. You have no cardio. You have no training. Your hands are not going to get to your face before my hand is going to get to your face. And your hand's not going to get to the gun before my hand gets to your face. And as I punch you, I'm going to be grabbing your arm. You're not getting the fucking gun. Yeah. Now, if you had it hidden in your pants and I didn't know you have it and you come talking crazy to me, I'm going to engage you and talk real bad to you and not even threaten violence because it's way funnier to me to look at the issue and just continue to, to fucking tell you about your diabetes and your gout and your disgusting lifestyle, that is a win for me. I don't need to tell you that I can beat you up. I don't ever threaten anybody because that's not fun. That's just words. Man, 
you know, on the podcast we were talking about, we kind of, we started talking about cults, you know? Yeah. Well, cults and serial killers and all that shit. So it was like the 60s and 70s, it was cults. And serial killers, like late 70s, 80s through the 90s. And all of it was because they were reporting about it. So mass shootings, I feel like, are that thing where they can keep reporting about it. But it has to be autistic people where they have this grandiose idea of what they are. Because I've, I've dealt with it so many times where I've had a dude who's definitely on the spectrum. Yeah. Have uh, one of those handgun pellet guns. Sure. Some shitty Walmart boots on and a cowboy hat. Tactical. think that they're fucking working for the police. But they're yeah. The, you know. It's 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 taxi driver syndrome. Yeah. That character was based on a real person who everyone knows that person. So that dude was fucking autistic as shit. He thought that he was like the fucking hand of justice. He hated the way the world is and he wanted to change it. And he was willing to die for it. So he spent the whole movie daydreaming ways that he could take scumbags out, wanting to be Punisher. Punisher is another problem. These are all like these yeah. are all the same storyline. It's a man who is sick of society. He sees all these problems. No one's doing anything about it. Cops aren't doing anything. Lawyers aren't doing anything. Politicians aren't doing anything. So I got to make the change. Yeah. They get taxi driver syndrome. And then they obsess over something, which same as him, over this girl that had no interest in him. He's autistic as fuck. He takes her to watch porn. Didn't know it. He didn't have sense to know better. He was autistic. Yeah. Fine. She's a prostitute. Sees all that going down. It's the pimp's fault. He sees how the pimp acts. Tells the police, police don't do anything. So he fucking shoots him and he dies getting shot. Punisher. Same shit. But he's a superhero, but he's fucking worked in law enforcement. He understands that they don't do anything. They lock him up. Judge lets him go. Nothing happens. Back on the street, ruining society. Kill his family. Nothing to live for. While he's alive, he's going to take the fucking trash out. Yeah. And people see that shit. And the problem with Punisher is he's not, he doesn't have any superpowers. So people go, well, I can do that. It's like, well, how come you didn't start by getting jacked like he does? He trains all the time. Yeah. The, he learned martial arts. He's in shape. He stays in shape. Works at every comic book. It's him working out until. Well, that's why you can. That's, that's why. Just crazy. We're just like, crazy. Ha- so people see that in the. Like we know that that person is not that thing. Yeah. But on the other side of that, if they choose to be a cat, or they choose to be the opposite <laughs> fucking gender, or yeah, 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 and because a majority of these people are autistic that are doing this shit. Oh yeah. And then you have people that are just siding with that because it's the it's the cool thing. I think a lot of people just say they're autistic now too. Oh yeah, that's a thing. Well, people watch videos and uh, on like borderline personality disorder, and they go, "Oh, those sim- I have those. I'm I'm borderline." But yeah, well, it's, it's like, like well, no, you, you have to go you to don't a understand psychiatrist. It's a spectrum of things. Yeah, it's like yeah, man, but you can't just decide you're that. I can you can I can watch. Well, you can now any disease. You, you can find out about any illness, and you're gonna have something that's linked to that. Like you can look at genetically 
how you're dispositioned and, and, and things that have happened to you in the past and how you feel and deal with injuries and like read about anything and be like, oh, I have that, that, and that, so this is going to happen. Everyone can do that with anything. It's called being a hypochondriac. And then people do that with mental health, but the real root of it now, why it's so prevalent, and it, it does go in line with what you're saying is like, you see it all the time, so people are doing it. Uh, you get so much attention for these things online. And that's what you want. Yeah. Most of the time. That's what it all comes down to. With anything. Attention. Serial killers. Cults. Mass shooters. Rapists. Almost every nefarious thing at the root of that is you wanted attention. Yeah. So it it's a nasty fucking disease, man. And we, we're no better. Look what we're doing right now. Oh, yeah, doing a doing, podcast. Yeah, we're doing shifty, yeah. yeah and my brain's not telling me I do this for attention. I do because I like it. I put it out there. But then I like the attention. Yeah. And, you know, it's like when you go viral and you see all that shit real and it feels nice. You feel validated. It's like, look what I can do. And that's not necessarily healthy. It's not unhealthy, but there's always a balance and just really acknowledging it is the thing. But people just get wrapped up in shit. And then there's places like if you feel if you decide that you you like the idea of being a mass shooter. Well, unfortunately, there's places you can go online where there's a bunch of those people and there are not. And then you find out that a lot of that's the FBI sending you down that path intentionally to bust you to say like look what we did yeah which is also crazy but then those people are really out there or they're reading what the fbi is posting and they're going yeah me too because there's finally someone they can interact with spins out of control and i would guarantee that there hasn't been a match here in recent history that hasn't researched other mass shootings yeah and like did the one of the fucking most internet ones ever that you can kind of put the whole package together was that Christchurch, New Zealand, where the dude just like went for 4chan, the 8chan, and was so immersed in that lifestyle, and he got wrapped up in uh, the fucking racist boards where it's just people in there constantly, which again is some psy, a lot of that's some psyop shit, a lot of that's government agents. And I'm not saying that to be a kook, I'm saying it because they pulled the fucking logs and files and that's what's going on. This is the CIA does all day now. They don't have to go and take Charles Manson out of jail and pump him full of acid and give him a fucking vial of acid. They just have to get on the internet and find somebody that's in a fucking white power forum talking about mud people and interact with them and send them further down. Yeah. And then some shit like that happens before they can catch it. The, the guy internalizes it and then he's like, I'm doing it. And, but then he's already doing it. He's in the act of doing it. And so fucking 73 Muslims just trying to pray get blasted while he's playing meme music and live filming it intentionally to look like a video game. And he completely did. He did it live on 8chan intentionally or Facebook and sent the leak to 8chan intentionally to get that group to see him do that and go, fuck yeah. And they did do that. And so all the consequences he faced, they don't matter because at the end of the day, he got what he wanted. It's a temporary fleeting feeling, but he got it. He did it. So the last interactions that he has is like, this guy's a fucking hero. And that's all he was trying to do. Anders Brevik hated the fact, you know, white separatist, Norwegian guy. 
And, you know, we watched that fucking Operation Werewolf thing, and it's, it was dumb that they tied him into that, but some of it makes sense because this is a white separatist who believes in the old pagan ways. He hates what fucking Scandinavia has become. Norway, a lot of these countries are still closed borders. Norway opens their borders. So now all these fucking Muslim people are fleeing their country and coming here because it's a fucking incredibly great place to live. Everyone there gets to fucking all their needs met. And he's fucking furious about it. He comes up with the plan. Here's where a lot of them are going to be congregated at. He gets on and he gets a fucking powerful weapon. Finds him out in the open, defenseless, like a fucking field of chicken. And snipes him. And was happy to do it. Proud of what he did. And there's still people on the internet calling the guy a hero. And that's what he did it for. And that's what he got. Yeah. And that, for the most part, is why this shit happens. I'm a loner. I got nobody. I need something. I can relate to these people. There's a few people talking to me about it. I'm going to do it. But, but you also have to look at media. And all they're showing is that shit all the time. Yeah. And instead of showing some positive shit where those people are going, well, maybe I should like help people. They're not doing that because yeah. it would go that way because those type of people fixate on things. But if you have somebody pushing you in the right direction and it's constantly you're getting positive feedback, you're going to go the opposite direction. But in the world we live in, it's all negative all the time. It's all about. And if you want to be negative, man, out. show that guy getting face fucked in prison. Yeah. Show dude. So the New Zealand guy only he's a, a fucking self-proclaimed white supremacist. He lives in New Zealand. So you're in prison with a bunch of Maori? Yeah. You think that guy like do Maori are just genetically built to fuck you up. Mm-hmm. They're you can't hurt them. Their bones are dense, they're powerful. They're face fucking that guy. Yeah. Show that. If you want to show negative shit, like that's what people need to know. It's like, well, he did this and now they're doing a haka before they face fuck him. Yeah. In tumwe. Ah. Itame. That's happening. Show that. Sound like an old Chevy. Stuff, you know? <laughs> Show that, dude. I'm mad. I, first of all, I hate hawkas. Mm-hmm. One of the gayest things that's ever existed on the planet. And people love it. Mm-hmm. Look at the tradition and pride, dude. You're, you're shadow boxing and making yourself do crazy faces to intimidate people. That sucks. Which makes sense for that time period when they had to do that shit, you know? It's like a. Th- yeah, okay. Yeah. So, sure. All right. You got two Maori tribes. They want this land. They're going to fight over it. So, this side's going to do their dance to fucking get their god on their side. And to show the other tribe how powerful they are, other ones are going to do the same thing. They respect that. They let each other do it. And, but then, what do they do? Launch themselves in the battle and kill each other over this piece of land. Yeah. But that's not happening. So don't... And look, I don't watch rugby. I don't often see a haka. There was one going around a few years ago where it was like... Something had happened in New Zealand or somebody on the team. There was like a tragic event and they did a haka to memorialize that at a rugby game. And I guess they always do it at rugby games. Playing rugby is not 
a life or death situation. Mm-hmm. So knock it off. Don't do it before sports. That sucks. Yeah. Cut it out. The other, and then especially when the other team is not going to do that. Knock it off. It's, it sucks. It's gay. I hate it. Quit. Anyway, if you're going to do that and then face fuck the guy that shot all these Muslims, that's hilarious. You could make a hawk of funny again. There was another point. Who cares? Fuck. I hate hawkers. I hate it. Yeah. Don't do that. Anything like that. Don't do it. Dancing. Stop. Quit. Yeah, yeah. Knock it off. Like you're trying to intimidate me through dance. Oh, and then that one viral thing, because I was, uh, I think it was Sam T that showed me this because I was complaining about it to him. And he was like, oh, that was like a nice thing. I was like, no, it was gay as fuck. And he's like, well, they got crushed in that game after that. It's like, good, that it rocks. So the other team doesn't haka. They have to wait for these teams to do their memorial haka. And everyone's all sad. And then they just get their fucking ass kicked in rugby. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> it would motivate me as the other team to have to sit through that nonsense to just crush the opposition in a way that I wasn't before. I'm like, here's another game. I want to win. I want to do whatever it takes to win. And I have to watch that. I'm like, that's out of the window, and I'm going for knees now. <laughs> But on the other hand, one thing that I really like now, never cared about football before, still don't care that much about it, but what they've been doing lately is they mic players up, and they, then it'll only go out on YouTube, so you hear their shit talk. Now that's incredible. Yeah. Because you got a 350-pound black guy that can run a 4-4-40 and fucking squat 800 pounds five times. Just a goddamn animal, fucking animal, monster freight train human being who's just precisionly been molded into a thing that's made to, get, to go from a squatted position to as fast as something that size has ever moved before to slam into somebody else. I think I don't care about the sport, but the fact that that's happening, but then that guy's like, I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to fuck your mouth. I'm going to rape you. Fuck you. Fuck your whole life. Yeah. You got kids? Fuck your kids. What's your mom up to? She got cancer? Fuck that bitch. I hope she dies. I'm going to fuck her before she dies. Yeah. That's going on the whole time. That rules. (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. That's way more fun than a haka. Yeah. Just a fucking... And then afterwards, like, good game, dog. Hell yeah. Yeah. But in the meantime, just like... Well, that's a bitch. And then it's even funnier when there's like dudes that are smart about it. I can't remember the guy's name on Rogan. And then he would dump that, you know, he's retired from football. So he dumped out like dirty. They're not dirty secrets. It makes sense. It's hilarious. But he's like, yeah, dude, testosterone trend, um, uh, growth hormone, like all the, the cocktail of steroids he was on. And he was like, and before every game, 60 milligrams of Adderall, microdose of mushrooms, and I would go, I would just work myself into a rage by taking as deep of a breath as I can and yelling. I would just sit there. And he's like, and then what happens is like you get a head high from breathing and pushing the air in and out like that. He's like, I would just go fucking insane. And I would walk on the, and he's like, and I knew everything about every player, the way they played, what they did. He's like, so, you know, Tom Brady, for example, 
He's like, he's not good in the scramble. He's like, that's why I was a guy that won the Super Bowl and I always had his fucking number. He's like, I know how he plays and he plays like a fucking pussy. He's, that's why he's not jacked and he's like lean and so he can just run because he's got like a real precision arm. So I get on the field and I'm like, the way you play football is fucking gay. He's like, you're not going to find any targets today. I'm going to fucking murder you. He's like, I know you roll left. He's like, I'm already there. Every time you go there, I'm going to be there. And every time I touch you, I'm going to fucking hurt you. Yeah. And so he shakes him. He's like, I ain't going left. And then he just fucking drills this guy over and over. And every time he drills him, he's like, it's all day, you fucking pussy. This is three hours, motherfucker. I'm not taking breaks. They're not pulling me out. I'm fucking you up. That rocks. Yeah. <laughs> you have to think about sports. Team sports are just, you have two militaries going against each other. So it makes sense that they have to dehumanize the person that's a friend before they get a fucking knock sure. the shit out of them. And then at the end of the game, it's like, man, fucking good game. Yeah. I like how you did that. But then <laughs> you're back to That's it's a, a strategy. That's man. fun as fuck. Yeah, it's a strategy. Yeah, yeah, you're trying yeah. to shake the guy up. That's why I always love Nate Diaz. And then, but you know, the fighters talk shit all the time. This is what I'm trying to do in wrestling because I, you have to like talk instructions. So I'm just like going to talk shit the whole time. So then when you're saying instruction, your mouth's already moving because I'm going to be calling people gay because I saw the MGF guy. That's what JF, that's what he does the whole time. Yeah. Have you seen where they mic'd him while he's wrestling? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh my God. He's great at talking he's, shit. He, he's he, probably the best heel, dude. In the ring, he's doing that shit. Like, they're doing it. There's, like, a bunch of people in the ring. They're doing stuff with him. And, like, when they're about to him, he's like, wait, 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 wait. He's like, oh, that fucking sucked. And then, like, you know, it's all pre-planned. So, this dude's, like, doing the fuck. He, like, does that shit where you you backflip and bounce off the rope and come back. So, he sees him do that and catches it. And he's like, you are such a fucking piece of shit idiot. When he catches him and fucking slams him, he's like, dumbass. Just talking shit the whole time. Like, yeah. well, I could easily do that. That'll yeah, actually yeah. help me out. <laughs> yeah. But I love that shit. But yeah, Nate Diaz, I always like that shit. Because the whole time, and it works for him. Because he's just like, he's just nonstop. He's not trying to knock you out with every punch. Every six or seven punch is a hard punch. And he's just in your face the whole time. Fuck you, pussy. That didn't hurt. That ain't shit. You he's ain't just shit. trying to break your will. That's the best yeah. you got. This ain't fucking shit. Kick me again. I don't give a fuck. That didn't fucking hurt. You fucking stink, you fucking bum. You got me down. Back up, you dumb bitch. You ain't doing shit. You thought you were going to out-wrestle me? You can't fucking wrestle. Fuck you. Yeah. The whole time. Because it's... <laughs> it, you would rather be knocked out. For sure. And lose a fight than to just quit on yourself That's and have your will broken. Yeah, man. And you, you just quit and you look like a bitch in front of everybody. It's hilarious. Which is like the fucking funniest way to win a fight. Yeah. I yeah. love that. That's a lot of fun. So I'm just, you know, calling myself a hypocrite by it. That's kind of what they're doing with the haka, but just talking shit is the greatest. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're like backing it up. Oh, I mean, football games when I was a kid. I mean, there'd be time we lost one time <laughs> and we were on our way out to the car. Kids, these kids on the other team were talking shit and I just fucking cracked one with my helmet. I had the face mask part of it and hit one and then started fighting. And then that turned into three days of out of school suspension sure. for it. But, you know, my grandpa was not too fucking thrilled about it. But yeah, the older I get, the cooler sports are. I used to hate sports. Like, yeah. what a waste of time. Who gives a fuck? But now I like it. Yeah, I think I just appreciate I enjoy, athleticism. You yeah, know? you don't you just don't have a comprehension of it when you don't do it at all. Then when you do it, you have more of an appreciation for it. But then when you're doing the thing that you like to do, everything else is gay because like, oh man, great. Like because you, you will tune football players up. Like here's a D one football player, like he's a little bit harder to grapple than just somebody off the street, but I'm still fucking him up. Yeah. So who cares what you're doing? Wasted your life. But you know. 
Sports are fun, man. Yeah, I like being around it. I want to coach athletes. And uh, I'm definitely going to tell them that. Like, yo, watch this video. Watch what this motherfucker says. Mic'd up NFL players. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer. Especially, it's so funny, too, if we like, Tom Brady's such a clean-cut guy, and he's mic'd up, and he's not talking shit like that. He's like, good job, man. Maybe next time. And, like, the most shit he'll talk is he's like, I'm rolling right, and I'm going to get the pass anyway, and he'll do it, which that sucks, too. But then across the thing for me is just a dude telling you, I don't give a fuck. Fuck you, pussy. I'm going to fucking hurt you. I don't care about anything else in this game but breaking your fucking back. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. And wide receivers and cornerbacks are also hilarious because they got their whole struggle going on, and that's just fast black dudes trying to be faster than the other fast black dude. And so, like, every time – and no one's better in the history of the earth. This is why you could never be a white supremacist. You're like that because you can't look at what other people do good. You can only look at what your fucking brand of people have done good. And they're – first of all, black – there's no one funnier than black people. Oh, they're the best. Ergo, there's no one better at talking shit than black people. No. And if you happen to be mixed up with a black person who's in a position where they can talk shit to you, good fucking luck. Yeah. Good luck. You're going to lose. They're too fast, too smart, too quick, too funny. But the, when two of them that are both good at it get together and they're trying to just outspeed the other one and they need to complete, it's not like, gotcha. It's like, I told you, dumbass bitch, slow-ass bitch. You thought you were a fast motherfucker? Oh, you think you're the best motherfucking cornerback in the NFL? Fuck you. I burned your ass. I'm going to do it again, you punk bitch. It's all damn fuck you up all day. You try all that shit. I'm faster than you, you stupid motherfucker. I love that shit. Yeah. Punk bitch. Gay ass. <laughs> they, then they will get to that one quick. Oh, yeah. You can't get mad at them. Yeah. The faggot. Gay. Oh, yeah. All day. Yeah. Exactly. Gay ass. Fucking exactly. faggot. <laughs> Slow ass fucking faggot. Run like a girl yeah. ass bitch. <laughs> That shit yeah. rocks, bro. Man, I wonder what old Marshawn Lynch's mic is like. Oh, man, it's out there. It's crazy. Like, dude, he's wild. He's calling man. people faggots. You see, you see him drunk driving like the cops pulling him over yet? Yeah, oh, man, he rules. Good, dude. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's hilarious when he gets. He's going. He knows he's going to jail. and He's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. This is that's the, what the nice. I was trying to explain this to a kid the other day, not when we were there, but I was like, you, you like, you know, your dad's rich, so. He can pretty much tell everybody, fuck you. And that's what the nice thing about money is. I was like, I'm not like, if I would have thought about this when I was your age, I just couldn't think of it that way. I don't like rich people. I didn't aspire to have things. Money doesn't drive me. But, it, man, it's nice to just be able to tell anybody to fuck off because you have money. Yeah. So it's like when you're Marshawn Litch, you're getting a DUI. It's going to be in the news. You're going to be in a little bit of trouble. But, no, like you're getting away. First of all, overall, you're going to get away with it. Second of all, it doesn't matter if you do or don't because you're fucking beyond you have more money than you could ever spend in your lifetime. You can do whatever you want to. So since you know all that, it rules that you can just be hilarious. Yeah. Like we don't have, like if, you know, you got a DUI, you're terrified. It's going to fuck your shit up. Yeah. You can't afford it. Yeah. I you might get fired. There, there's so much that goes in through your head instead of like, I'm drunk as fuck driving. That's hilarious. But I did until that happened. Sure. You know? Well, yeah. It was yeah. fun as fuck. Yeah. Driving drunk is sick, dude. There's a meme. Yeah. That's a, it's probably the most perfect meme ever made. It's like a dude. He's like, I'm so tired of getting drunk. So boring. Same old shit every time. I wish somebody would have invented a way to 
to make being drunk more fun. And then the next frame is he reaches in his pocket and pulls his keys out and looks at him. Yeah. It's like, yeah, for sure. Driving drunk is sick. Yeah. It rocks. That should be a thing. Not getting in your car and driving home drunk, but how has nobody come up with a fucking place where you can go and get fucking hammered and drive? Like, you can dummy-proof it. You can put a governor on the car where you can't drive faster than, like, 30, 40 miles, or do go-karts, like, whatever. You know the risks. You can do go- You can get drunk and do go-karts. You can, sure. But yeah. if you got caught, you'd be fucked. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you, you can, but you can't. It's still legal. I wish that they would do But like they should a- designate a place to do go-karts or drive a piece-of-shit car. You know, they have demolition derby. Have something like that, but you can be honked. Yeah. That would rock. I wish they would just have a fucking, like, way to gauge, like, well, if this dude is at this point on the breathalyzer. Yeah. So you could go take it. Your driver says hammered. Sure. And they just try to gauge, like, well, if you get to this point, they got to take you. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, they say a point eight is, what, two beers mm, for yeah. someone our size? Or if you just drink a, one beer and got in the car, you can blow. Yeah, as soon as you do it, you have like a like a thirty minute to forty five minute window after you drink that beer. Otherwise, right. you'll blow like that high. Sure. Immediately. I agree with you. You know, you you should be able to to drink. So, like, let's say you go there, and they're like, "Okay, you're gonna take your test three hours from now, so you can sit here in front of us, so we can verify how much you're drinking. You're not exaggerating or undershooting it to get away with anything." Yeah. And then we'll go on. We should do it by hour by hour. Sure, whatever it takes. I'm saying like, I would be with them, seeing how much you drink to verify this is how much you drank before you drove, and if you got too drunk this time, they can't measure it accurately, so you got to do it again. That's inconvenient. You got to come back, and then when you hit that perfect level, so let's say for me, I can drink six beers and completely control a motor vehicle. You can put me through tests. I can pass them all. Then yeah, my license should say six beers on it, yeah. or or have me do a breathalyzer, and that's what is equivalent to six beers. So I know. So on my license, it's like this guy can be a one point two, and he's fine, no problem. Yeah. So you get pulled over, and he's like, "You've been drinking? Yep. How much? Six beers. That makes me blow one point two. They give you a breathalyzer, you blow a fucking point nine. Like good to go." Nice job. Thanks for being safe. <laughs> we just do it like you drink three beers, so you just drink a beer over the limit. Yeah, man. And then the, then you drive and see if you're impaired. Then you drink another beer. Then you drive again. In fact, you just drink Something the like beer that. while you're driving. Yeah, sure. You don't have somebody cracking them for yeah, you. Yeah, let's gauge it out, man. So let's find a way. Why not? It doesn't make any sense because it's like if I'm going to go to the doctor and I get prescribed something – I may be able to take more of something because of my size. Definitely. So alcohol works the same way, but For sure. we just have a flat fucking thing because you're just going to like make money. That's all it comes down to. At the end of the day, for the most part. Now, there's been a lot of tragedies caused because of drunk driving. You can sure. definitely get too drunk to drive. However, there's, a, there's just a really nice place where nothing in the world, even fucking, feels better getting in your car, cranking some tunes, Rolling the windows down. I don't even like driving. But if I could throw the top off of my Jeep, have a nice cool buzz, listen to some music, that'd be so nice. I had a playlist, a drunk playlist. And now I've done it. Yeah. Not in the Jeep. Maybe once in the Jeep. 
But I've driven drunk. Oh my god. Yeah. An unfathomable amount of time. One time when I used to have that fucking uh, stick shift Saturn, I was honked. Probably the most honked I'd had ever been driving up to that point. And I made the turn onto fucking Shady Heights, and it's like a curve. And the car fucking spun out. And while it was spinning out, I was like, oh, yeah. and I could have wrecked and gotten a fiery fucking accident and it would have been hell. But in that moment, it was sick. And I came out fine and I got back on the road and drove home. It rocked. Driving drunk rocks. But what is what's stopping? Listen, what is the what is in the way of us starting a business where we have a closed track that's pretty well proofed to where it would be really hard for you to die. You know, a car, you're locked in that harness. We got roll cages. You know, if you wreck the car, you might get a little banged up, but you acknowledge that you sign a waiver. You get fucking honked as hell. You get behind the wheel. You know, you're paying us. You're buying the beer from us. We're making money. You're having the most fun you've ever had. Everyone wins. Is it because it's taboo? You're not supposed to drive drunk, but we're doing it here. It would so. probably be like a <laughs> insurance thing. I wonder if the insurance would cover it. And yeah, fine. That's, I, listen. Money. That's the other thing. Insurance company thing. loves money. more. That's the whole reason they're there. It's a, pretty much a goddamn scam. So if you can pay them, they'll do it. Yeah. There's got to be some sort of legality. Somebody would have done this. We're not the first people that have had this thought. This no. isn't a revolutionary idea because everyone loves to drive drunk. I'll tell you right now, dude, the best feeling you could ever have in your life is you're at a bar with your friends. You've been having fun all night. You get a text that says, come fuck me. Oh, yeah. And you know you're going at the end of your ride. You're going to get pussy. What an incredible adventure. Mm -hmm. Nothing better, man. And they don't want you to have it. No, they, don't. <laughs> they don't know adventures. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to, like, make enough. <laughs> it'd be sick to make enough money to have a driver. Like, I had to call a whim and just be like, hey, I'm going to pay you. Yeah. But they have to be cool. It can't be an Uber driver. It has to be like your personal driver that you call. Yeah, man, for sure. No, people have this. Yeah. Are you free right now? Yeah. Hey, I'm going to pay you some money. Yeah. I need you to drive me around because I'm going to get fucking honked. People have this. This is yeah. out there. This is yeah. the thing. I was why I needed it. Yeah. yeah. I love to explain to people what my dreams and goals are, why I want to have money. I'm simple, man. And again, if I would have known this when I was a kid, but people lie to you all the time. I would have done so much better in life. Because all they ever tell you is shit like, you know, you don't want to be a failure. You want to be a, your own man. You want to be able to have a nice house and a nice car. None of that ever sounded cool to me. And when I was a kid, I was a straight edge retard. So this wouldn't have sounded cool to me. So there's like no way to go back and fix it. But there's certain aspects of like having money that if people would have just told you about. Like I told that kid the other day. It's like, dude, when you have money, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. You can tell people to suck your fucking cock. Yeah. And they can't do anything about it. Or you can pay them to do they, it. Sure. You can just do whatever the fuck you want to for the most part. Yeah, there's headaches and problems. But at the end of the day, like there's a dude, there's a, a video of this guy. 
this fucking lady is outside his house. I don't know what conflict led up to this, but he is obviously a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. You can see, you can't even, you can see a tiny piece of his huge house in the background because his fucking driveway is so long. He's standing in front of a giant handmade, beautiful brick fence with a iron gate that's got gold fucking eagle on the front of it. And he's yelling at this lady and he's calling her the N-word. Now, that's not cool. However, she's filming him. And he says to her, she's like, you on camera? You going to act like that? He's like, I don't give a fuck, you fucking N-word. What are you going to do? I'm a fucking millionaire. Yeah. Go ahead. Put it online. Cancel me. You can't cancel me, N-word. Fuck you. Now, this guy sucks. I don't like what shit. he. I yeah. don't like what he's doing. However, if you wanted to do that, it's nice to be able to do that. Not that specific thing. Yeah. But to be able to act like that. Not like that's a sh- again. You don't have to be a piece of shit. But you got lots of money, and someone's trying to tell you to do something. And you just don't have to do it. And you can tell them. No, and if they get aggressive about it, you can say, hey, why don't you lick my asshole? And they can go, oh, my God. And you can go, oh, my God. What are you going to fucking do? Yeah. What the fuck are you going to do? Get out. Of, get the. Why don't you get the fuck out of here? This is my house. Fuck your house. How much did your house cost? I'll buy it. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's shitty attitude, but some people can put you in situations where that, that behavior is warranted. Yeah. It's nice. And they could drive you to the brink and you do something about it. And they still have the upper end because when you go to court, they could pay anybody off. Absolutely. It's fucking, it's <laughs> crazy. That's man. what I'm saying. Marshawn Lynch having a great time getting a DUI because it doesn't fucking matter. He's going to yeah. go to jail. He's not even going to sit in jail. You, everyone already knows what's going on here. Like, it doesn't matter what you set bail at. It doesn't fucking matter. And you can't just throw a crazy number at him because he's rich. Like, he ain't going to jail. You're going to take him in. You're going to impound his car. Most people, that would ruin their life. Not yeah. him. He don't give a fuck. Oh, y'all going to y'all gonna take me in because I'm going to be right out. Yeah, sorry, Marshawn. We have to. You're a great guy. Can we get some pictures? Yeah, man. Let's get it done. And then someone's already there, guaranteed, when he got to jail. His team was there to pick him up. Someone was already available to drive him. He probably was like, nah, motherfucker, I love this shit. Got yeah. in the car. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, but that's the reason. That's what that. That's what I want money for. I want money to just have a good time, and I'm not selfish. I want everyone around me to have a good time. That's why I need money. Yeah, to just have fun, constantly with everybody. I know that if we had it, we would definitely spread the love. Like that's the, oh fucking a. That's the whole thing. Is like because every the, rich person I've ever known hasn't been like that, and it's always been insane to me. Like, I don't expect them to do that, but, you know, if we go somewhere and you know that I don't have money and you have money, no matter what got spent at this bar, it could never affect you in any way. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You have, I've known people that have so much money. It's like, dude, if you bought all the liquor in here, you wouldn't be mad at yourself and nobody in your life would go, I can't believe you did. It just doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. And then you're still buying all your own shit. And again, I'm not expecting a handout. I just look at that and like, well, that's kind of fucking crazy. That's not what I would do. Yeah. Absolutely not what I would do. 
uh, I would, yeah, dude, everyone that I'm close with would, they, like, if I had that type of money, which, of course, I'll never have, but if I had enough money or whatever I did in the future, it didn't matter, like, I wouldn't go, I'd probably live in the same place. I might get, you know, like an 80-something Bronco, just made well enough to where it's not going to cause me headaches. Yeah. That's all. That's the type of car I like. I don't want anything super fancy done to it. I want it to look like an action movie car. I want the fucking Bronco from Last Action Hero. Yeah. And that the bag I had pretty well stock, but I don't because it's old. I don't want to you know have to deal with it breaking down and shit. That's it. That's all. I don't care about the performance, the suspension. I'm I'm only going to drive it around town. I don't give a fuck. And that's nothing to if I had the type of money I'm talking about. I like the house I live in. I like everything I got going on. I would enhance. I would do whatever I want to. I would go wherever I want to. And I would make sure all the people close to me were afforded the opportunity to do the same shit. Because I know what it's like to not have that. Yeah. And that's what would be going on. We would be going places. We'd be going on trips. And it wouldn't just be like, I came up with this idea. You're coming with me. It'd be like, what should we go do? And then we would go fucking crank it. Yeah. Have a pool, but always like don't oh, have to fuck with you for sure. Be able to hire somebody to fuck with you exactly, pool. and that's why you know having a pool. If you only have enough money to get a pool where you have to take care of it yourself, that sucks. Yeah, it's better than not having a pool, but at the same time, it's a headache. I don't like doing menial housework, so I really wouldn't want to give myself more of that just to have a pool. So the few hours a week that I get to enjoy fucking around in my pool may not equate for me at this point the headache that having a pool has. But someone else take care of my pool. I didn't have to do anything. I just had to call a guy and be like, I want a big ass fucking pool where I can control the temperature on it. It's deep as hell, diving board. Think about the most fun pool situation possible. Let's have that slide. Coolers built into it. Something that shoots beer into the air. All that type of shit. Yeah. Get it done. Don't ask me any questions about it. Don't make it a headache. Just do it. If it's not exactly what I pictured in my mind, I don't give a fuck. Is it fun as fuck? Perfect. So let's not even talk about it anymore. And then... Y'all do the maintenance. Don't ever talk to me about it. You want to charge me more than you would somebody else? I don't give a fuck. That's why I need money. Because that's the type of guy yeah. I am. I want everyone to win. Yeah. I don't want... And then rich people still will look for deals and shit. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. The, I'll tell you when I... Something that really hurt me one time. We got to stop this soon. And I think everyone can relate to this. Look, I... My entire life, since I was a young boy, I have always loved Stone Cold Steve Austin. I used to listen to Stone Cold's podcast until he hurt my feelings. He hurt my feelings. So he's got a truck problem. And he's complaining about it. Which, that doesn't bother me. But he's like, well, hell, you know, we're down there at the ranch. And back home, I got the Corvette. I got the bike. I got the Land Cruiser. At the ranch, all I got is three trucks, my side-by-sides, and I ain't got no cars. I just got these gas-eating monsters, and my favorite, my Raptor breaks down, so I take it to the Ford dealership, 
And the guy's like, it's going to run you about $2,500. And I'm like, well, hell, we're talking about a lot of money. He's on the phone with it. He's dropped it off. He's on the phone with the guy. He's like, Steve Austin, you're not Steve Austin. He's like, that's me, Stone Cold. He's like, all right, listen, Stone Cold, big fan of yours. I'm going to do it. I'll just charge you for the parts. He's like, well, hell yeah, now we're talking. Now, listen, man, what are those parts costing? He tells him, he's like, well, can we find some for a little cheaper? He's like, now, hell yeah, that's what I like to hear. That's awesome. Thank y'all. Y'all be getting my business again. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. The way that you handle it, when you, Stone Cold, again, in his lifetime, could not spend all the money that he has. Why are you even on the phone with the motherfucker? My dad damn truck's broke. Need y'all come pick it up. When you need it, don't give a fuck. Here's the way I don't give a fuck. It's going to call. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's how. Thank you, y'all. You just go do that, and then you go, like, the, the kid that's always cleaning up the cars, like, after they- Give him a hundred fucking bucks, Just man. go over there and just fucking go, here, man. Just give him some cash. Give you know what that would as do? as much money as you paid for your parts. Shit, shit like that. You know? Non-stop. You know what that would do for somebody? Yeah, man. And that's another thing I've always liked about Rogan. He doesn't talk about it. Other people talk about it. Anytime he goes out to eat, he tips between $1,500 and $10,000. Yeah. Irregardless. Has for years. Never talks about it. Other people bring it up, and he's like, yeah, I call that a love bomb. I don't like to talk about it. He's like, why? He's like, because, you know, the first time he he's told the story, and look, everyone hates him. I get it. It's popular to hate him. He's a, definitely a pud. Like, if, I, if you listen to that podcast where it's him, Gillis, Norman, and Ari Shafir, Ari and Rogan are fruits. Yeah. I get it. He's out of touch. He's old. He's trying to hang out with young guys. Gillis rocks. He makes fun of him. And I would make fun of him for the same things. But at the same time, they don't, he doesn't hurt his feelings. He laughs at it. Anyway, he told the story one time. And this is, again, I'll never be rich. I already know that. I knew that when I was born. But if I ever get rich, when you hear shit like this, it's like, this is how you behave. So he had just first gotten money. He got on uh, news radio. And it, he's like, it wasn't enough money for the rest of my life. He's like, when I got Fear Factor, that it, he's like, that's fuck you money. Once I had fuck you money, nothing else mattered in my life. I'm going to do only what I like to do forevermore. I'm yeah. safe. And I'm going to make my, sure my friends do that. And he also does that. But he is like, so I, you know, I had this big chunk of money. And I went out to a nice restaurant. Me and two of my friends. We ordered a bottle of wine. That I didn't even like. I just wanted to have the most expensive bottle of wine. Or his food. And the waiter. We didn't drink the wine. He's like the waiter wasn't being an asshole at all. He just said something like. I wish that I could have a night out like this. And so he was like. He can. So. With the. The meal and the wine was like over a thousand bucks. He's like, and that's the most I'd ever spent on a meal. And that shit was crazy to me. So I doubled what the ticket was, gave it to the kid. Yeah. He's like, 
I didn't want to stick around. Forgot something, came back in, and the fucking kid is crying. And, like, celebrating, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. he's like, and he's like, I've been poor before, and I see that happen. It's not going to change his life, but god damn, he's going to have a sweet night. And I've got enough money. Once I had Fear Factor, I had enough money that I'm always going to have money. So if I can make someone's night be like that, why the fuck would I not do that? He's like, and if you did have that money, you don't do it, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. And that's, I feel that that's true. Yeah. And I've had, dude, I've, I've worked in restaurants, dude. I've served. So there's a dude. I worked in fast casual restaurants, so it's not like you sit down and you have a waiter and then you leave a tip based on service. This dude would come in and, you know, you don't get huge tips and everybody pulls the tips and splits them up. That works in the restaurant. I like that business model. But anyway, the dude would always come in, get a salad. Super friendly. Wouldn't know he's rich if he didn't know that he was a retired football player. He owns D1 in Little Rock. But whatever his total was, if it was at least $20, that's also what he would tip. If it was less than $20, he'd tip $20. Yeah. Wouldn't, no, you know, not bad an eye, nothing. And, you know, people would treat him different because he's going to be super nice. And that's like the exchange that you have. Like, you're a repeat customer. Everyone knows you're giving a big tip, so you get preference. It all works out for everybody. It's just how you should move. And even when I had, like, more money than I have now, because I've worked in restaurants, I always tip insane amounts for for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like if I know I'm going to go out to eat somewhere, like we used to go to that Quetzal place all the fucking time. I always tipped really good to the point where, like, you could see that they would have a thing on who waits for us. Yeah. Like, not so much an argument, but they would, like, rush and be like, no, 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 I got it. And we would get this old lady a bunch of the times. I was tipped really well. So, you know, I could go in there, have five big-ass margaritas, eat food. My wife and kids could eat food. And it'd be 50, 60 bucks. And so I'd make it a full hundred. It's like Christmas time. That lady waited on us. I gave her a $120 tip. For me, that's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. But why the fuck not? I'm not trying to make myself seem like a good person. It's just I, all the rich people I've been around, most of the time, they're not like that. It's and I just have never been able to process it. And it should have always clicked with me because anytime I've done business with these people, they've always fucked me. But they're like that. It's well, like it's the environment they grew up it's in. It's like, bro, you'll never be broke. And we just had dinner. You paid for yours and I paid for mine. And I left a bigger tip on the table than you. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. You're a bitch. Something ain't right here. Anyway, I digress from everything. That's where your money's going. Actually, we don't get any of your money. It all goes to our producer, Brian, who hopefully is wanting to make more content for us as a result of that. But Mm -hmm. he does have to sit down and edit this and balance the sound out and add the sound effects to the beginning. So you're helping us by getting a better product to hopefully make more money one day. But if we ever get money, it's going to be spent well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to have a rager, like a cool, like 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 the burbs almost, but better. Like, you know, the dude, the, the fucking, uh, all the fucking like metal kids, metal punk kids that are like waiting for the pizza dude. Yep. That time's a thousand. Like, oh, pizza yeah. dude's coming. There's a pool. We got a serious pool party. There's like ladies with cans out. Yeah. 
I'd hire line. can ladies. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't throw, I'd throw a huge razor, but I would only make sure that it's people I like around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would hire can ladies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, I mean, if I got, I would definitely be retarded and spend all my money. But if I got like a huge sum at one time, what I would do is take, again, if I had an unlimited stream, I would not change. I'm telling you, and people never believe shit. I wouldn't change the way I live. I probably no. wouldn't even quit my job. Yeah. I, I have no problems with like what I'm doing. I like what I'm doing. I would love to have a pool. Shit like that. I would that. probably be more beneficial at my job. I had more money. Definitely. Like I'd just be like fucking buying yeah. hotel rooms left and right for people. Or and more like more willing because it doesn't matter. Like my wife doesn't have to work. So someone's always around the kids. So like it doesn't matter. Like, uh, you know, I'm not going to be put out by having to go like do something at a different time than I'm used to. It yeah. wouldn't bum me out. Yeah, all that type of shit. Anyway, I would make sure. I talk to a good financial person and I'd find out like how much money do I need to give you to invest to make sure that my kids, even if they have to work at a restaurant, as long as they live, their bill, their basic bills can be paid. Let's do that. Put invest that however it needs to happen to make that happen. And then how much am I going to need to be in the same boat? The current life that I live, here's how much I spend to have this happen. Let's put that aside to make that happen forevermore. And then how much is left over? And the rest that's left over, we're having fun with. Yeah. That's it. You got to enjoy your life. That goes back to what we were talking about on the podcast where it bums me out to see that my fucking grandpa. And there's tons of people like him where they had the means like he never made it. Like I think he told me that the most he ever, like his last year of work, he made fifty thousand dollars, which in the nineties was, you know, that'd be like one hundred fifty thousand dollars now. Which you're not, you're just upper middle class now. Yeah. So he's you know barely upper middle class. So all he ever did with that money is like save and budget, but with no like he like he would have never he would have never done what I did to make sure his kids are set up because that's your responsibility. Cause he's yeah. old as fuck. He's from the great depression. It's not that he's an asshole. He just like, this is your problem. Like even now in his old age, I tried to get him to co-sign on the last vehicle we bought to make the interest rate better. And he just wouldn't do it. It's like, dude, if we fuck this up, you, you have literally perfect credit. He's like, I know. And I intend to keep it that way. It's like, well, you're going to die. Like you're, this is whatever. I don't yeah. care. I get it. That's how you are. I didn't expect you to be any different, but also I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's like our credit's not dog shit, but his credit is, I'm, it's as high as you can get credit to be. If he wanted to take out a, he doesn't, he'll never have a million dollars, but if he wanted to take out a million dollar loan, it, it wouldn't even be a question. Yeah. They give it to him. So, but the difference like, because I had him run the numbers before. I was like, here's his credit score. I, was, I don't even know what the number is. I just know it's li- literally because I heard him talk to when we, you know, I've heard him talk to someone that is a, like a bank person that's like, this is as perfect as credit could ever possibly be. And he's like, all right. So that's basically a thousand. Yeah. And if you had that, 
He's so like my interest on the Jeep is like it's not good. It's like fourteen percent maybe. It can be worse, but it's not great. But with that, zero point three percent. I was like, dude, just sign off on it. I'm gonna pay for it. I have clearly paid for it anyway. You know, yeah. You can't fucking. But that's how he's lived his whole life. Never did anything fun with his money. All he wanted to do, retire, get an RV, travel, see stuff he likes, stay in the RV as much as possible. Yeah. And then when he did get an RV, he bought some fucking used, privately owned piece of shit in cash. It's like, dog, why didn't you just ball out? What the hell? Yeah, if that's what you're you gonna drive be doing, me nuts. Do it. I was too young to get it, but I asked him about it later when he was just like, I realized the RV is like a piece of shit. I was like, why didn't you get like a $300,000 fucking RV? He's like, well, you know how long I would have to save to get that? I was like, yeah, but that's what credit's for. And you have perfect credit. You could just pay for it. He was like, well, I don't like that. Like, what the, why? Why not? Yeah, man. What's going on here? You're old. You're going to die. You don't care about leaving anyone anything, so you can't say that. Like, what's the hang-up here? Just your mentality? Fuck that mentality. You should have done it. You still do. Like, he drives a fucking piece of shit car. I'm like, dude, get a fucking new car. Like, it. he couldn't get it to the start not that long ago, which he just... I don't know. He just had some laps. It started over and over again for me, and then he still made me follow him to his shop for the guy to start it over and over again and be like, yeah, nothing's wrong. He was like, well, I tried to start, and it wouldn't start. And he's like, well, if that happens again, you can call me, and I'll come look at it. But until then, which, of course, hasn't happened again. Well, it's a piece of shit. It's all beat the shit because when my grandma had dementia, she would still drive before that they knew how bad it was, and she would just smack into stuff, like, all the time. So it's got yeah. all the time. So fucking dents and things. And he fucking backed into our... Right when we got that Jeep, he, like, ran over the roof. They're like, these got demons all over it. It's just a piece of shit. Yeah. So when the starter thing happened, I was like, he was like, yeah, who knows how much it's going to be fixed. I was like, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter because you can pay that. Why pay it? Why don't you get a new fucking car? He's like, well, I don't want to have car payments. Like, why not? Yeah. What are you? Why not? This is crazy. You look at cars, and I've seen you be like, now that's nice. Well, fucking buy it, dipshit. You could yeah. buy The motherfucker could get a Bentley. Yeah. Get it. Who gives a fuck? What happens you die, and you leave me with the I don't give a fuck. What's wrong with you? I just don't understand. But that's what happens to people, man. You get, you know, old people don't have fun. You're not going to save until you're old and then have fun. So fucking have fun any way you can. For me right now, that means like, Doing the bare minimum to get by, but whatever, man. That's another Patreon. What's that? You got protein all over your shirt? You got dust, man. (laughs) You dusted yourself. Hey, man, seriously, I said it up top. I really mean it. Fuck, thank y'all. A lot of you motherfuckers out there, as soon as we put this Patreon up, you jumped on, you've been on, you listen to the podcast forever. I'm bad about doing social media stuff. There's been times when people have reached out, and I've try really have tried to like reply especially when someone's like i've listened to this podcast since the beginning i love it it's helped me 
could you do this? I'll try to definitely do it. If I have ever wronged you like that, my bad. Didn't mean to. I truly appreciate it because, God, we're retarded as fuck. Oh, yeah. There's been several times we've been doing this podcast where I'm like, there's no one alive that likes this. What are we doing? Yeah. And there is, and you're out there, and that rocks. Thank you. And if it, you like it enough that you're throwing away $5 a month on it, man, thanks. Sex dick.